0: Glad you're joining us today for rc teacher talk a podcast focused on amplifying the educator superpowers in royce city isd listen as angela arledge and lisa Pogue chat with teachers
1: hello listeners we are so excited today we have a very special bonus episode of rc teacher talk our teachers don't hear enough thank yous so today we're surprising a few of them with a special thanks episode from some of their students. Just a warning ahead of time, you might need your tissues close by for this one. Angela, tell us a little bit about this podcast layout.
2: Well, um, you know, like our intro says, we just want to celebrate those teachers that are in the trenches every day and working hard. Um, So we uh, sent out a Google form to senior English classes. And um, luckily, they were very responsive and allowed us uh, to uh, use that in their classes. And... Um, We just asked the teachers just to tell, I'm sorry, asked the students to tell us one of their inspirational teachers. And we got a lot of really great feedback um, and some great teachers. Um, And then from there, we selected three teachers out of that list and interviewed three students for each one of those teachers. Um, And you want to know the best part of the surprise? They had no idea we did this. So, on today's episode, you will be hearing a live recording of these teachers' responses to um, just some of the cool things that their teacher or their students said to them. So, um, I cannot wait to be able to share that with you guys.
1: Yeah, it's going to be really exciting because you'll get to hear, um, you know, their first initial reaction to what their students say. So, that's going to be very cool.
2: Yes, so, you know, Lisa, we, we've both been in education for quite some time now, but I mean, we've also had teachers that have made a huge impact in our lives. So tell us a little bit about um, one of the teachers or some of the teachers that you've had in your, um, in all the years that you've been in education that have just really stood out to you.
1: Well, the first one that always comes to mind to me is actually my first grade teacher. Her name was Mrs. Peters. And What stood out to me was not the things that you would think would stand out. Um, I was already reading when I went to first grade, so um, it wasn't really about what she taught or anything like that. But So when I was younger, my dad worked nights, and my mom would get up and go to work, and so dad was responsible for getting us up and getting us to school and making sure our lunches were packed and all of those kind of things when he would come in from work. Well, needless to say dad didn't fix my hair every day and sometimes I didn't get a haircut as often as I should for my bangs and so Mrs. Peters um, brought in a hairbrush and some barrettes from her daughter and she would fix my hair in the morning so that my bangs (laughs) weren't in my eyes and so that just really you know meant a lot that she would take that extra time to do something you know, that didn't have anything to do with her as, you know, my teacher really, you know, it was that extra thing. Um, And so that's, you know, just something that made me realize that teachers can be special, but she also like, despite all that, I might have looked a little like the little ragamuffin girl sometimes coming (laughs) in. She also realized like what my strengths were. And so like we had a little play and, you know, she put me in the spot that was good for me. And, you know, she gave us opportunities to do extra work if we, you know, if school was a little bit easy for us. We had a back then when we had many copy machines, um, we had a box of extra papers and we could go and get them and do them. And so um, oh, that's so fun. Yeah. And the really neat thing is when she when we got to fifth grade, she moved up with us. And not, I mean, not really because it was for us, but she was a fifth grade teacher when we were in fifth grade, but she had gotten married and her name was Mrs. Vickery. She wasn't my homeroom teacher then. She was my math teacher, but I got to have her again. So um, I have no idea uh, where she's at or, you know, what, what she's doing now. But um, if she happens or anybody happens to know a a Mrs. Linda Peters or Linda Vickery that taught at Galloway Elementary School, um, maybe you can pass this along. Um, And then my second one is from high school and is actually a teacher that was never even really my teacher. She was our student council sponsor. She was the art teacher and we are still in contact, you know, through social media and I went to her retirement reception not too long ago. Um, But she gave me opportunities um, to grow as a leader and let me take on responsibilities as a student council representative and then eventually as a student council president. Um, I actually we didn't have student council class back then, but I had an off period where I would just go in her office and I, or in her room, I guess, her art room, and I had my own little area set up as, you know, the president. And she basically just let me run the show as, you know, much as I could and was just there to support me. So um, Miss Dandridge was definitely an influence for, I think, the person that I came to be. And I needed those um, influences, you know, not coming from a family where very many people, well, actually I was the first one to graduate college. so. I needed people like that to show me that they believed in me, and you know they could see me doing more. So
2: that's really neat. And yeah. I, and I love how a lot of times those most influential influential teachers in our lives are not even necessarily our teachers. You know, um, it's just somebody that has made a huge impact, whether it be a secretary at a campus or you know, for instance, in your situation, your student council leader. So I mean, no matter what and no matter what position you're in in a school district even as a janitor right you can right. you can make a huge impact on these kids lives and
1: when we think about people that work at schools it's just you know that your school can be your mission field you know and we have a very good um, House Office Secretary that's leaving here, and you know, and our Delta House Secretary, Miss Phillips, and she definitely had a big influence on a lot of kids here. So, um, I, you're right. It can be any position, and you just don't ever know which student you're going to catch and for what reason, mm-hmm. you know, just by, you know, being kind. Um, so,
2: yeah. Oh, and sure. even like being in this position, you know, I only have a select group of students and I'm not, so I'm not like in a typical classroom and even having kiddos come in here. And a, a lot of times we have that frequent flyer of that student <laughs> that comes in and charges their Chromebook and things. Um, I just, I have built relationships with those students too. So You just never know when you're going to make that impact on somebody.
1: And the same thing kind of happens to me going in classrooms. Uh, There'll be periodic students that I'll see in multiple classes, and sometimes it might be the kid that's either the quiet one that nobody really talks to or it's the discipline problem, and I'll try to make a connection with them. And even when I see them in the hallways, you know, to kind of show them a, you know, a consistency. Um, Sometimes it works, sometimes it it doesn't, (laughs) but, um, you know, at least putting forth that effort to let the kids know that you remember them. Yes. Um, So tell us about some of your influential teachers, Angela.
2: Well, I've, I've got to be honest. I've been very fortunate. Um, I have had a lot of incredible teachers in my lifetime. Um, but I mean, there's just a few that just really, really stand out. So my second grade teacher, Miss Barker, which I still go to church with her. We see her, um, all the time. She knows my kiddos. So that's a really, uh, unique relationship. Oh, and <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, so we're still friends on Facebook. We get, Uh, And actually, I took her family pictures not too long ago.
1: So, um,
2: you know, second grade is just such a pivotal year in learning. Uh, You're 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 reading, you're you're diving deeper into the content, you know, all of those things. And so she just made learning fun um, and then, of course, got taught the content and stuff that we needed to know. And um, in high school, I had Mrs. Letlow uh, for a computer teacher. And actually, um, her class and her teaching is what inspired me to do what I do today. And um, I just loved and enjoyed her class so much. She allowed me to have that creative freedom. Um, and that just sparked my interest for computers and design and um, I just, and I actually, I was extremely fortunate because I was able to go back and do my student teaching with her.
1: Oh, that's really cool. Yes. Um, originally when I first started education, I was wanted to do secondary education and my plan was to go back to the high school where I went and do my student teaching, but then I ended up changing to elementary school. So I, and then I ended up back at the high school, so I didn't get to do that, but that's really cool. Yes. But I have a question for you. So you said, you were in a computer class. So when you were in school, what were you working on? Like what kind of computer, what kind of programs? Or So
2: actually I have a bin and my husband's 40th birthday was not too long ago. So I was going through the bin to kind of dig out some old pictures and stuff. And I actually came across a project that I made in high school. And it was like a memory book and we made it in Mrs. Letlow's class. And we used, I think it was like publisher or something like that. And we put all these photos together and did all these things. Um, so, and she printed it out for me and I kept it and I held on to it and it was really neat. Um, I do remember um, also learning animation in her class. Um, it was very, very different back then than what it is now is actually a lot more complicated, but thank goodness I had that foundation because my very first class that I taught here at Roy City was animation. I didn't take any animation classes in college. (laughs) I had no idea. So I literally went off of my knowledge from that class and I opened up the program and I'm like, okay. I think I remember a little bit about this, <laughs> and thank goodness for YouTube. Um, and I survived that first year of animation.
1: So for let's sure. hear about some more of your teachers. So we got well, sidetracked. I know, <laughs> I know. I'm talking about technology—that's our thing.
2: Um, and then one other uh, ones that just have really stood out to me is uh, just my cheer coaches. So in middle school, Mrs. Parrish was my cheer coach, and then in high school, I had Coach Shaw. Um, but they're the ones who just really, um, who really. I guess helped me create that love and passion for cheer and I just can't seem to get away from it. <laughs> you
1: can't, you can't. I was going to say that. Like you
2: choreograph yes. and you take
1: pictures for them. Yes,
2: yes. You know, I might I might not be the, the cheerleading coach at the high school, which I think I did what was it, seven years in Hallsville and four years here at Royce City. Um, so I might not actually be the cheer coach anymore, but I still do choreography for UIL competitions and uh, tumbling lessons and different things like that. And so um, it's just truly a truly a passion, and I just love it. And you
1: even coach your little girl. Yes. Oh yes,
2: YFCH cheer. Yeah, YFCH here. <laughs> that was fun. Oh, thank goodness, season's over though.
1: <laughs> little kids are hard. Yes.
2: But um, before we go on to hear from our guests and stuff, I, d- I do have to give a shout out to my sister, Sarah. She's the one who we were walking one night and she was like, I have a great idea for your podcast. And she's the one who came up with this idea. And Lisa and I just ran with it. And are, we have loved every minute of just being able to interview students and teachers. And so um, tell us a little bit about what's gonna come up here in this
1: and in, in the rest of this episode well like we said before um, grab a box of tissues um, sit back and relax because we're gonna celebrate three amazing teachers and you are going to get to hear their first reaction to when they hear what their students um, have to say about them and we kind of had to fib a little bit getting them to come in um, so they each think they're coming in for something different it is podcast related Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they respond when they find out that it's, you know, more of like a a, a trick, but I think that they'll be, um, pleasantly surprised (laughs) surprised and probably a little emotionally overwhelmed because it's been a hard year. And those are things that a lot of times kids don't come up and say to them that they wouldn't otherwise hear. They may not even realize that that particular student feels that way about them. So, um, I think it's going to be great. Me too. All right, so we have with us today Mr. Harlan Gatlin. He is a second year teacher here at Roy City High School and teaches English. So, um, and last year Harlan was our Rookie Teacher of the Year.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. How did that make you feel?
3: Um, it felt rewarding, like that everything that I had done all year, like it, it was being noticed. But also, I think I have like imposter syndrome. I don't know if I know what that is, but this idea that there's so many other great teachers and it's like, I can't believe like I got that because of all the other great teachers. So, um, and I couldn't have done it without all the people on my team too that constantly helped me who are veteran teachers like um, Chastie Safford and Vicki Smith who really helped me. And then Kath, uh, Kathleen Crumnau always helped me too. She was like a mentor for me.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's always fun when we have student teachers that then come and teach with us and we get to right. see them grow as a teacher. So tell our listeners um, why you think we're here chatting with you today.
3: Um, I think you're here chatting with me. Well, I got an email saying, "Hey, you want to come chat with us about uh, how you build student relationships?" That's literally why I'm here. But I don't know. I know. I don't know where this is going to go. Have a conversation (laughs) off into who who knows where it's going.
1: Okay. Well, actually, we kind of fibbed to you, Um, Uh and we have a surprise episode. But before we get to the surprise, we have a couple of questions for you. Yes. Um, how do you think your students would describe you as a teacher?
3: Oh, to my face or to their friends? No. <laughs> I know. Either. Uh, they, I think they would describe me as young first. That's like the first thing It was like, oh, who is like, this is a teacher or is this a student? Like That's the first thing they notice when they first walk in my classroom. And then... I think they would they would describe me as someone who cares a lot about them, cares a lot about what's going on in their lives and also like that cares about their job too because um, I do take what I'm teaching seriously and feedback seriously and I always want to get better at, at what I'm doing. Especially like there are some times I'll teach lessons and be like, I could have done that so much better and I want to take that and really grow and so um, I even get their feedback on that, I'll be like, How how do you think this is going? There's something we should we should switch up here, so yeah. And, and that's a, a
1: great skill to have, actually, is to be able to reflect on that and go, oh, I could have done this better to ask our students, um, you know, so what you would do. Um, so you were student teaching when we went in quarantine, mm-hmm. um, and then you became a first year teacher when we started off hybrid. Yes. So what motivates you to continue as an educator? I would definitely
3: say, okay, so, so two main things, obviously the students, there's, there are times where teaching is very very difficult it's like oh gosh how am i going to make it through the day but then you have those moments that you get to share with students where they like something connects with them for the first time that they weren't understanding before or even if it's not even content related it could just be them sharing something about their lives or some sort of accomplishment that they have and it just uh, it really moves you to, to to be able to experience that so the kids want and then also I really like who I work with here at Roy City. Um, I'm not just saying that to, to plug Roy City or anything. I really genuinely like um, everyone in the English department. And as you know, this is my first career, I, I started to ride right out college. It can be intimidating to like, just walk into a work environment, but everyone last year was so welcoming. And then uh, there are a few people who aren't here in the English department anymore, but um, the, the people who, who have filled those roles this year have just kind of been welcomed right in. And it's, it's really like a family. And so those two things are really what kind of, kind of keep me going.
1: Well, we surveyed some students mm-hmm. um, and we asked them to tell us about their influential teachers and your name actually came up a few times. Okay. And, we, and we surveyed seniors. Okay. So these would have been students, students that I you had studied. last year. Um, would you like to know what they said about you?
3: I would love to know what they said about mm-hmm. me. Hopefully,
1: mm-hmm. good things. But, all right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just say we might not have asked you to come if they were bad. <laughs> no, that's, that's fair. That's fair. That is fair. If <laughs> <laughs> I was influential,
3: yeah, always did to go away. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So um, here we
1: go. Mm-hmm.
4: Um, I'm Tabitha. I'm twelfth grade, and I chose Mr. Gallon.
1: My name
5: is Allison. I am a senior this year, and um, I chose Mr. Gallon. My name is Riley, uh, I am senior this year and I chose Mr. Gatlin. Mr. Gatlin is a very like chill teacher, he's
4: really sweet. Um he I personally would want to be a teacher and like when I grow up. So seeing how he does his thing mm-hmm. and in
5: teaching mm-hmm. really like Oh, uh, Well, he was always there for me, like, whenever those days, whenever I just didn't like English anymore, and he was like, hey, no, this is fun, like, it ties into so much stuff in our everyday things, and it's, he just made me sh- see how fun it really is. Um, Junior year was a hard year, especially for, with COVID and everything,
4: but also, um, mentally for me, struggling with mental health, and he was always there to support me and always help me make up work if i missed an assignment or um, just kind of let me lay my head down in the back if i was having a bad day and just was always there to make me smile when i needed it it's always supportive so
1: tell <laughs> us like what are you thinking right now
3: well first off too okay so i know all those students of course um, i have great relationships with them but it's also like surprising because when you first said you want to hear some of the people who's going to be like (laughs) the students speaking and those were not like the first three students that like I would have thought of like right off the bat and so it's it's crazy that I guess I made an impact with those students that's that's amazing but also that some of the things that they notice I guess it's like you don't even realize you're doing it in the moment sometimes too (laughs) but I don't know that's that's crazy it definitely um this is a podcast, so you can't see, but I'm like, my <laughs> right now. So, um,
1: right. very rewarding. Well, let's listen to the rest of it. Or, okay. or something. We'll pause a couple of times
5: after. He would bring stories from his own life and, like, integrate it into what we were learning. And he's very sweet. He's very
4: nice. Um, okay. I can always joke around with him. And he treats me like
5: a young adult, so not like a little kid or whatever. He always made sure to uh, make sure that the Virtual kids like were actually a part of the lesson because I know a lot of teachers they'll like go on with their lesson and forget to ask this, the chat. Mm-hmm. And he also did this thing where he said if you have a question, just go ahead and say it out loud, so that he wouldn't have to go back and look every time. And that actually helped like me be able to converse with him and ask more questions. He made it fun, even though like most of the people, like
4: my classmates, were really kind of bummed out. Remember, there's not a lot of people in there because COVID and all that. Um, he just made it fun and tried to like put us in a good mood mm-hmm. overall. Like even through like all the COVID stuff, mm-hmm. and
3: just
1: try to put us in like a good mindset. So that was a hard year to start. It was. Did you were you doing that stuff intentionally or?
3: I think. Um, I mean, honestly, I don't think it was like an intentional like. Oh, I'm trying to be funny or whatever. I just I think you have to be genuine with kids like. I was just trying to express myself and just be myself like that's that was it just be myself um and then i think once you once you communicate like your genuine self like students are going to communicate their genuine self back with you and then i think they've all mentioned something about like humor i think it's so important that you don't take things super seriously all the time you've got to to joke with students and i think um mentioned uh, being treated like a young adult. I tell them, like, they want your juniors, right? You're not middle school, you're not you're not in intermediate school. You are, you're in high school, and you're about to graduate here in the next two years. Um, and so I'm gonna, going to treat you like a young adult. And so I always level with them. Honesty is crucial with, with kids. Like, they want you to be honest because they can see when you're not being honest. Very easy for, for teenagers to recognize when you're not being honest with them. So just trying to be honest with them Be your genuine self, and then you'll get the same things back. You'll get honesty back. You'll get genuine interactions back.
4: right. He's very energetic, and um, he's very relatable. Like, he's younger, but he's, like, really knowledgeable. And so he's able to relate and really be involved with us and not just be standing up at the board teaching. Say that I always talked about how he's like, Oh, I'm, I'm better at basketball than you. It's so funny. He always says that with the voice. <laughs> um, he was always at the door when we came in, greeting us. And then if he wasn't at the door when he came in, he was always, you know, Hi, how are y'all? Like always kind of cheering us on.
5: Mr. Gatlin, thank you so much for being my English teacher. I love English and because I have a great teacher like you, it made me understand that I wish to be an English teacher as well, and it just opened that whole horizon with me, for me, and I thank you so much for that.
4: That's I, what I love about him too, because that's
5: how I feel like, Yeah, i want
4: to. I want to be like that. Like, whenever I'm a teacher, I want to be the, the start of people's day, and like, you know, Mr. Gatlin, thank you for being such a supportive person in my life during my junior year and for being so awesome and interactive with us and just being amazing even though it was your first year teaching. (laughs) I
1: was about to say, so how are you feeling? Very overwhelmed
3: right now. Like, I kind of want to cry, <laughs> but like internally I'm kind of holding it together. Um, it makes me think about, I had a, a teacher, an English teacher, my junior year of high school, and he was the reason I wanted to become an English teacher. Like, uh, I credit everything to him, his name was Mr. Maeve, and he actually, um, and that was something that was really hard for me to deal with at the beginning of last year, is he passed away, uh, right, like the first day, the first day I started teaching, so oh, I thought, "How ironic! is like my most influential teacher, <laughs> passed away the first day that I started teaching, and so. Um, I just know I wasn't the only one, like all my friends who were in that class uh, together my junior year. We always talk about he was our most influential teacher, um, just influential person in our lives, like pushing us on whether it was inside the class or outside the class when we credit um, any of our success or any time we struggle with something, we're able to overcome those things to him and to see students saying the same thing about me, it just makes me think that hopefully I'm, I'm doing Mr. Babe well. You know, I know it sounds crazy, but that's that's kind of what I'm thinking about right now, so.
1: Well, as someone that got to visit your classroom mm-hmm. and see you, I think you'd be very proud. Thank you. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, a lot of people, I mean, you're, you're a smart guy, and a lot of people, did, when you were in college, did people say, oh, you don't want to be a teacher? Did you get any of that?
3: I did, definitely, actually, when, but my freshman year, uh, my declared major was engineering. And then I changed it to finance. So my whole first year of college, I was finance. And then I, I switched to, to English because there was just something that I feel like was just like tugging at me to like go into education. And so, but, but and when I changed that, I, there was, I had an ongoing joke with me and uh, my roommate and then our neighbor, because we all live in the same apartment building. And uh, they would say, like, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> and that was like their thing to be like, and, and so it started off when I, when I changed my degree to education and, and English, and they said that to me, but then it became like an ongoing joke for anything I did. they like, "Don't do it! Don't do it!" But it, all, it all stemmed from when I first changed my my major to education. So I definitely got that sometimes for
1: sure. Um, but I just love seeing new teachers that are passionate about it that can, as I sense, I guess, carry the torch. You know, mm-hmm. because as a you know twenty six year veteran, um, I have never regretted you know being a teacher. Right. And I had people tell me, you know, oh, my dad wanted me to be an accountant, but I've never, you know, regretted it. I've always, I still enjoy coming to where people ask me, "When are you going to retire?" Because I can officially retire next year. I have right. my rule of eighty. But I just love what I do, mm-hmm. um, and then now helping teachers, I feel like it's a, a good transition to kind of keep that going, so that we have more teachers like you and get to hear, you know, students like this who are influenced Because ultimately, it's all about the students.
3: Exactly. But I, I will say, it's just. It's just overwhelming because I feel like I can speak this way for for lots of teachers. You wonder what influence you are bringing in the moment, and then it's so cool to see like the fruition of that uh, when you when you hear students speak like that. I had no clue y'all were doing that. Either. I was gonna say, no so was clue. it okay we
6: flipped this <laughs> week? Yes, hundred percent was
3: okay. And I will say it is like that middle. We're starting to get in that middle between fall break and Thanksgiving break, and it, so it's it was a great pick me up. Too. Literally, like for this week, great pick me up. Great.
2: Okay, so now we have Ariel Kazi here with us today. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us. She teaches math here at Royce City High School. So, Ariel, um, why do you think you are here chatting with us today?
7: So, the email asked me to come talk about um, the way we use gaming in the classroom and how we kind of gamify our lessons. All right, all right. Well, just so you
2: know, um, we have a little surprise for you today. So before we get started with that surprise, we do have a couple of questions for you. So the first question is, how do you think your students would describe you as a teacher?
7: I hear most often they tell me that I'm one of the more laid back teachers that they have. Um, I'm strict on them without being harsh on them. So we have that kind of joking, playing around attitude but we still get things done.
2: Awesome, awesome. And um, what motivates you to continue as an educator? Because we all know that education is really challenging sometimes.
7: This year, more than most, honestly. Um, I thought last year was hard. This year's kicking my booty. (laughs) But um, I, it's just the relationship with the kids more than anything. Mm -hmm. Um, Not necessarily like getting them to go through the academics is great, but if they learn anything, it's just how to be more confident and how to work toward what they want and not give up. Yeah, That's what keeps me in it.
2: Yeah, that's awesome, that's great. Well, so the true reason why we have you here today is because um, we sent out a survey to Senior English classes and um, we just asked them just really one simple question is um, who is an inspirational teacher to you and uh, your name popped up several times on that answer form um, as just being somebody that's just very inspirational to a lot of our students here at the high school so uh, we chose three of the students that uh, were on that list and interviewed them and we have (laughs) uh We have it put together for you today. Oh Lord, I'm gonna cry. So, <laughs> so we want you to take a listen to some of your students. No, my
8: name is Zane, I'm a senior, and I chose Ms. Kazi. Hi, I'm Daniel. I'm in 12th grade, and my teacher that I chose was Ms. Kazi. My name is Walter, I'm in 12th grade, and I chose Ms. Uh, she's an inspiration to me personally because she stays with you and she actually. Helps you. Like some teachers will say they'll help you, but they won't like walk you through the process of actually helping you. I just really like the way she takes care of all her students and she has multiple classes and she has some at the same time. She really just cares for all of them no matter what they're doing, no matter the grade level. She just really cares for everybody. She's She's kind, sweet, she pushes you to do your work. Very, (laughs) very good at teaching her work. And she just doesn't. And she's just there for you whenever, even if it's not school related, she's there for you. And she keeps the environment in her classroom really fun. And she's just a calm, calm, cool person to be around.
7: So, what are your thoughts so far? Oh, that makes me feel good. <laughs> it makes me feel like what I'm doing matters. Yes. And it's not just a waste of time sometimes. <laughs> oh. I'm
2: good. Yes, yes. Oh. They had a lot of really great things oh. to say about you, so let's keep listening. Oh, Lord.
8: <laughs> well, my sophomore year when I had it for that class, it was a class with a lot of people, and I was one of the kids in that class that did my work because other kids didn't. And she really appreciated it, and acknowledged me. And she would always tell me, "Thank you for who I am," and I told her, "Thank you for who she is and stuff like that." It's not that she's done to me; it's just the way I see she treats everybody. That's what I've seen because she's a powerlifting coach. She does a bunch of classes. She takes time for everybody, and she even has her kid in the class. And she treats everyone just like the same way she treats her kid. So she's very, she's a very good teacher. Well, it started out. Like I didn't know who she was at first, but then I got put
0: in college prep math because I kept failing the math TSI, and so that class went by and it was, it was, it was a good experience because I actually learned stuff that I missed from a long, long time ago
8: that I didn't even know, and I feel like that played a key part in me passing the TSI the next time I took it. She's very friendly, if you talk to her she'll talk back and you can always find some common ground with her. She's not just a one-dimensional person, she's all over the place in a good way. She's an out-thinker with her. With the work she gives, she just, and she's very chill about it. And she just likes pushing students to their limit and doesn't let you fail.
2: (laughs) I know, you've... You've made a huge impact on some lives here at the high school, so. Um, that's
7: my number one goal. <laughs> so that's good to know that I'm <laughs> reaching that.
2: Yes, and you know, the courses
7: that you teach, Would tell, tell our listeners, what do you teach? So I'm kinda like um, Zane said, I'm all over the place. <laughs> um, it really depends on what class period you ask me about. I have college prep math, which is students who have previously not been successful on the TSI. And then I have math models, which are students that have not been successful on the Algebra One Star. And then I have two dual credit classes this year um, learning frameworks, which is kind of like a freshman seminar for the associates' kids, and then um, dual credit accounting, which is where I have Daniel again. <laughs> so I'm all over the place <laughs> Four preps yes yeah and that's that's a lot to
2: juggle and you've also got three kiddos at home yeah. and your husband's in education mm-hmm. and so you know we were just talking about just how busy and crazy it is but even with all of the craziness going on you, you still manage to really form and build those relationships with yeah. your students
7: that's my primary goal so I'm glad that I'm reaching that yeah If I fail at everything else I'm okay with achieving that one
2: Well, we've got a little bit left for you, so let's listen to the last part.
8: She wants you to succeed. Well, that's what I appreciate about her. She treats students like family. You know, she started using this one thing. I forgot it was called, but it was like a similar like game, kid and Quizlet. I forgot it was called, but we've been doing that. It's been super fun. So she gets us ways to learn the material. She every week she would have a review game or something that was really fun. I used to like, like for example, quizzes, deck toys and a lot more. It made the learning fun, like you want to learn it more and more Yeah. and competitive as well. She takes her time
7: to build a bond with you
8: Mm -hmm. and like she actually invests in you as a student. Well thank you Ms. Kazi for being probably the best teacher I've had in a long time. I've come back to school and you've been amazing, thank you. Ms. Kazi, thank you for being there for me and for all your other students. One of the best teachers that I've ever had throughout my years of school, and I'm gonna miss you when I graduate. Miss Kazi, thank you for teaching me algebraic reasoning my sophomore year. You made that class so fun, so I would I was, I would get excited to go to that class every day, and to see you students, and to participate in that class and complete my work. And I thank you for that, and that's why you're one of my favorite teachers.
7: Walters means a lot to me because he was only with me for half a year because I was pregnant that year. Oh wow. So I was out. I left in December and I didn't come back till March and we were here for a week and longest spring break ever. Wow. That one means a lot. Oh, that's really neat. That's really neat. (laughs) Lord. Zane was just giving me crap in class today. (laughs) I have to give him tomorrow. I told him. I said, "Y'all don't tell." No, he didn't. He kept it to himself. Now I know why Daniel was smirking at me so many days in a row. I'm Like, what is he doing? Now I know. Now you know. Lord.
2: Well, so t- tell our listeners a little bit about what you do in your classroom to just really build those relationships.
7: Uh I just I listen to them talk to each other and talk to me, and I really like to know what they're interested in because it helps me find that common ground with them and find converse- ways to have conversations because I tell people every year when somebody's like, well, how many kids do you have? Well, do you wanna get technical? You, you wanna really know the answer to that one. <laughs> uh, three biological, but 300 that are not. <laughs> so, I mean, I tell kids every year, you, know, you are my children while you're in my room and I'm gonna do the same thing to you I would do to my own kid. And so the fact that they're seeing that makes me happy because like Zane said my son is in that class with him and I I don't treat him any different than I would treat any of the others he's at the same standard as everybody else and I get to know everyone else just like I know him yeah I can I watch their interactions with each other and I can tell when they're having off days just because I I pay attention yeah and they're not just bodies that come in my room they they're people yeah you
2: know, you can definitely tell that, you know, when you, you know. when you talk to your students and stuff. Um, and you said this was a hard year. And so we just really wanted to try to do something to celebrate teachers. And there's so many wonderful teachers here at the campus. But yes. hearing those things from your students, like, mm-hmm. how does that make you feel?
7: <laughs> it makes me feel like what I'm doing is it's I'm achieving my goals. And I'm, it, it does matter. And I'm not just, you know, I'm not just here to spit out math or something else that you know they're learning as individuals even if it's not academic
6: Mm
7: -hmm. yeah and one of the things that a couple of your students said
2: when I was chatting with them they said that you make learning fun I try (laughs) (laughs) I try and so you you bring that you know gaming and fun and just inviting atmosphere to your classrooms
7: so nice to know
2: (laughs) Well, uh, you know, you were you're coming in, and you were kind of nervous about the interview and everything today. Uh-huh. You said you're nervous about talking, but I hope you were pleasantly surprised, yes. and uh, hope that this gives you that extra push and that extra boost just to know that you truly are making a difference, That's and <laughs> that you are an awesome teacher. And we want to thank you for you know everything that you do day in and day out. So. Keep up the good work. You are making a difference.
7: That makes me feel better because I was feeling like I was treading water a little bit this year. <laughs> so that's good to
1: know.
2: Yes. Well, thank you so much for coming in today.
1: Thank you. All right. All right. So we also have with us uh, Miss Angela, R- Mrs. Angela Rouse, and she teaches science here at Roy City High School. A few different sciences. So
6: Angela, tell us, uh, tell our listeners what you teach here. Okay. So I teach um, honors biology and ap biology also have some dual credit courses that i started this year so i have a dual credit food science and dual credit biology and then dual credit microbiology
1: and for those of you that are listening when a teacher says they teach more than one thing they don't really get extra time for planning those things so that's a lot on your plate those are some heavy classes um, but some really fun kids
6: yes oh and a lot of kids are coming back so it feels like family i've had kids as freshmen and then they return so it's just so much fun to watch them grow.
1: Yes, that, 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 that's for sure, for true. Um, so Mrs. Rouse, um, why do you think you're chatting with us
6: today? Because uh, m- I might have some tech skill or something that I do in my room that <laughs> that could be helpful to somebody else <laughs> maybe.
1: Well, um, you were very, um, let's see what, willing to share your expertise with us um, in being one of our first this year uh, podcast interviewees, but we're not really gonna do that interview today this is actually a surprise episode um, and before we I'm sorry I kinda I'm not like, great at surprise okay <laughs> but before we get to the surprise I do have a couple of questions for you they'll be easy ones um, how do you think your students would describe you as a teacher
6: um how would they describe me as a teacher I think uh, most students think that I'm friendly um, and that I care about them um, I also think that they know I push them hard because I know I can get a lot out of them so you know they they trust that they're getting their content with me too
1: and that's important to a lot of the kids yeah. they want to know you care but they also want to know that they, they do realize when someone's there to teach them um, and I've been in your class so I would agree all those things you're uh, very loving with them um, what motivates you to continue as an educator
6: oh I mean I mean, I want to live in a community with the type of children that I'm teaching. So every day I'm telling them the ways that to treat each other and the way my content affects their life. And I want them to make good decisions because they're going to be in charge. And that's what keeps me going. The students.
1: And I like that, how you said, you know, they're going to be in charge someday. So we yeah. want to help contribute to good human beings. Yeah. Um, well, we surveyed some students. We sent a survey out to our senior English teachers and asked students to tell us about their influential teachers. And your name came up a few times. So, would you like to know what they said about you? I think so, yeah, that's okay. fabulous, though. Okay.
0: My name is Gavin, I'm a 12th grader, and I chose Ms. Rouse.
9: Hi, my name's Sarah, I'm a senior, and I chose Ms. Rouse. My name's Grace, I'm a senior, and I chose Ms. Rouse.
0: Well, starting off, I had her freshman year for my Pre-AP Biology class, and this was when I was new to Roy City High School. I didn't have very many friends, and intermingling with the students is a bit difficult because not everyone's very inclusive, but teachers can help catalyze that Miss Rouse would like that one.
9: So, Miss Rouse is like one of those teachers that you can tell she really does care about every single kid she has in class. Um, I had her actually my freshman year and then I have her again this year my senior year. So, and both years, like, throughout both, she's just been super, like, she just, you can just tell she, like, cares and, like, you can talk to her about things. And She also, sometimes, she'll just tell us, like, that she, like, She'll give us like these little life lesson things that's like rare, like a lot of teachers don't do that, but especially when there's something going on, she'll just stop class and be like, okay everyone, listen up and tell us things that probably a lot of us don't
0: hear. She promotes happiness and she wants she wants people to feel okay and calm around her.
6: So what are you thinking? Wow. And I just kinda to step back is that I'm I'm a total introvert. And so it is hard for me to, to speak up in front of them or to like hug them, but I get so much more from them than what I give, you know? But it's a hard thing to do. I hope that they realize that it's not my personality, but I do it because I really do care about them.
1: In our intro lesson, we did tell our listeners to um, get their tissues that this oh. might be. <laughs> <laughs> I see the box over there. <laughs> All right, so let's hear some more. <laughs>
10: So I think for me and a lot of my friends, Ms. Rouse has kind of doubled as that educator role and also kind of like a friend or a mother role. Um, I have a friend with some issues at home and Ms. Rouse has always like opened her arms to each and every person, no matter
9: what they might be going through outside of school. She's, she's funny. Like she, um, she's really good at like making personal relationships with all the students. Like I know there's a lot of kids, especially in my class that I have this year, that we've had her before, so we're a little bit closer with her, but even like some of the kids that never speak, like she'll crack a joke with them or like ask them something or whatever it is, and she's just really good at creating those like personal relationships and stuff that's special.
0: Miss Rouse helped pull me in because she, being a biology teacher, appealed to my interests in science as well as the social groups and she made it not only fun for me and everyone else but she made it interesting for me to also learn and be there and from there I met some of my closest friends that I have today all because Miss Rouse was able to stimulate us connecting with each other.
10: Yeah so I actually went back to take AP Biology just because I love Miss Rouse so much and
9: I just love that classroom environment. And that woman is a master at teaching biology. She's so good at that. I remember that class was super, super um, easy because she taught it so
6: well. Yeah, that's, that's an important part to me because I, I want to have the relationship, but from that relationship, we build on the tough stuff because my kids do really difficult things. And um, even my honors biology are doing college level work. And I'm just so proud of them. But I think it helps to make that relationship um, they trust me and then I can pull a lot out of them after that did you realize that you had helped some of them make their friendships <laughs> that's amazing to me yeah and I think about because I really do feel like it's family that comes back but I love the, the thought that they're clinging to each other because of that too I love that. Yeah.
1: and you were you said that um, you thought they would say you were friendly yeah.
6: and that came up several times yeah. <laughs> which is unusual because I don't feel that I'm friendly but <laughs> I work at it it's yeah. a hard thing for me to get I just I'm not very outspoken and so in the classroom I have to kind of become a different person and it seems like that's working it's definitely working and it doesn't seem forced at all yeah.
10: <laughs> I really love Miss Ross's classroom because I feel like she incorporates our assignments into her classroom so, I mean, she'll have us do things and hang them up on the walls, which I really like. Or, um, anytime anyone makes her anything, like it could be anything, she always hangs it up. And so she really makes her classroom about us too, and not just her space. Miss
9: Rouse, thank you for
10: being consistent. Miss Rouse, you um, have helped me so much, education-wise, and also just as a person. You've helped me really figure out what I want to do with my future. I'm really, really so grateful that I got to meet you freshman year and maintain this relationship with you.
0: Mrs. Rouse, I wanna thank you for for being here in my high school career. I I have never appreciated a teacher more in in my twelve years of of school. Thank you from the bottom of my heart.
7: Oh.
1: So sweet. <laughs> So how are you feeling um, after hearing and listening to your students?
6: I mean, it, it makes it feel all worth it, you know, because we do. We all in our classroom work so hard. We're in the trenches and we're we're trying our best every day, even when kids are in a bad mood, to, to pull what we can out of them. And so just to know that it makes a difference to somebody, that's a big deal. Yeah. And earlier in the year, you were kind of having um, – It's a little rough. It's been a rough year, right? It has been a rough year. That was one of my things is I think we were talking recently about it's the human factor that's been hard this year. I got my content. I know my lessons. I can deal with the paperwork, but it's having to be human because we missed that last year so much. Um, And that's what the kids are craving, and I'm really trying to give it to them, but it's not the easiest thing to do every day. So I'm glad it's working out. Mm. Yeah. Well um, we know
1: we can sense you know that it's been difficult for teachers and we wanted to do something um, for our teachers but also for you know the community to know just what a difference that teachers make and what better way than to hear it from the student. So thank you for your contributions to Roy City High School and for these wonderful students that will be um now are they all seniors this year mm-hmm. those were all three
6: seniors yes yeah, that we had asked seniors so, yes um so they'll all be graduating thank you so
1: much
6: <laughs> yay yeah yeah so then this can rejuvenate me to keep go, keep doing yes. i love
1: that yes, yes. <laughs> well we uh definitely appreciate you and thank you for coming in even though we kind of tricked you we do still want to do me. that we do still want to <laughs> do that interview <laughs> there might be something
6: i can yeah. share <laughs>
1: Angela, where can our guests find you in the Chrome Squad on social media?
2: You can find us on Twitter at Chrome underscore squad and also at our website, www.connectedforlearning.org. And where can our listeners find you, Lisa?
1: Well, I post out on Twitter, everything school related at RCHS underscore P-O-G-U-E. P-O-G-U-E. And we are also have a hashtag this year for our teachers, so it's hashtag Team RCHS. You can use that and hopefully find some neat things that are going on here at Roy City High School. Thanks for tuning in to RC Teacher Talk, a podcast for and about real teachers in the trenches, hosted by Angela and Lisa, the Learning Technologies team at Roy City High School.
2: If you're enjoying this podcast, subscribe, rate, and review us. Make sure to say nice things.
1: Go Bulldogs!